the property market booms and after the boom, what happens? That's where we are right now. Let's talk about it. So Mark, we've just come off a really good run. What happens now? Is it scary? Should we all be scared? Um, I reckon um, it's back to normal. And I think I, I think that we, when it's not the good times, the, had the crazy times, the huge capital growth, I think you're sort of stressed about it a little bit, Jess. So you go, you know, you sort of start looking around and, listening to the negative stuff which at the moment seems to be the interest rates out there that seems to be the talk out there that people are going uh you know what's happening with our rates you know is, is it going to go up what are we going to do when it goes up so i think yeah do you think there's a little bit of um it being in the brain rather than actually happening yet i think we talked about this the other day about how it's thought about so much that it comes into actuality yeah absolutely and i think i think that's that's important the perception um the people have got I'm just going to turn that music off for a sec the perception that people have got in their in their in their mind is actually much more powerful than the reality so i think with in the the whole idea of, of the government putting interest rates up is to is to slow people literally slow people down tell them to take it a little bit go a bit slower um because they're going to put the handbrake on everyone now whether everyone puts the handbrake on themselves without the rates going up it's the same net effect that they're yeah. after yeah and so how will that affect um just say you're a buyer i mean a seller at the moment how does that affect you yeah good question so we, we just we, we just went into a presentation tonight we spoke to a client and the big question on that client's lips was um have i missed the boat and i think as as, as, a, as a, a lot of people are saying that yeah yeah and and you know it, it it equates to a hell of a lot of money um is what we know so this particular client that we're talking to was in north manly uh in their sort of um late 70s and he's going like you know what's the story what should i be doing now where am i now in this in this market so yeah something good you said though is taking it as a net average over how long the tenure that you've had the property rather than just at the moment if you're wanting to put it on the market just do it because on the overall, when you average the amount that you could have made, it doesn't matter if it's a couple of months earlier, a couple of months later, just get it out. Is that yeah. kind of the... I think you get a bit greedy. Yeah. Um, I, I think you, we get caught up very much in the moment in the market where if my, you know, let's face it, a lot of properties, Jess, have made 500 grand, uh, like a house in the Northern Beaches at the beginning of 2021, um, could have been worth 1.6. 1.5 by the end of 2020 by the beginning of, by the end of 2021 that probably could have been sitting at 2.2 there's 500 grand that these guys made um now if i if that property has come back a little bit which i don't like to admit but i reckon it probably has slightly on houses and not for units um you've still made 500 grand yeah. if it comes back 50 or you know 100 whatever it and is you make good money it's a natural order of things if something goes really high it's gonna have to dip back down and balance out inevitably anyway 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't. I also don't. I don't think. And as much as we don't think, but I don't think we want or want wanted the property market to go on as violent as it was. Like if you had that market going, like I always call it the property bus. And I say the property bus was doing 150 kilometres an hour to get off the property bus last year or onto the property bus buying last year was a violent ride and adventure. Um, whereas that property bus now has slowed right down for people. That property bus is probably doing it, you know, uh, 50 to 60 kilometres an hour, a much nicer market. And it's only happened three times in history. So end of World War II, end of the Cold War and now all of which are very uncertain times. It's much better when it's balanced out rather than not knowing what's going to happen next month. Yeah, so people have got a short memory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and I, th I think when you look over the last 100 years of property um, in New South Wales, um, there's been there's been three distinct booms. Um, and those three distinct booms were pegged at 1950, um, 1950 after World, World II, the rebuilding of our country. Um, and that other one was 1989. Um, there was a lot of change with um, the way to, uh, property taxes were changed and gear, negative gearing was introduced and a lot of that stuff have really made a huge change to the market. Um, and then now, um, so there was, just so everyone knows, guys, there was a 100% gain in one year in 1950. There was about 26% gain in one year in 1989 and there was 22% gain across the state in one year um, which was last year so I'm interested when I look at that as to the buyer product how that corrects yeah and when it corrects just say that you have listed your property what's the process of selling going to look like what are the open homes going to look like what are the what's the interest going to look like the final amount it goes for what's all that going to be like now yeah, I think I think um, guys, it's it's important to look at the um, when you're looking at selling your home, the net net effect of selling your home. So the reality is that selling a, a unit, it's, it's still a pretty good market. Um, selling a house, you may be taking slightly less. If you're going up in price, the good news is you're buying you, the, that higher price point is selling for slightly less. So I'll use a silly example of 10%, for example. Um, if you're buying, if you're selling at 2 million bucks, 10% less, well, that's 200 grand. But if you're buying at 3 million bucks, that's 300,000. So you're actually, it's a, it, a consolidated market. It works out better for yeah. you in the end. Yeah. And it will happen whether it's a boom or a, a not as fast moving market either way you're buying at the same market you're selling in it's not two different things you can't yeah. you can't buy when it's really low and then sell when it's really high the majority of people will do it at the same time spot on yeah uh, and i reckon you can call that a balanced market um so the property market um we all we peg when it's a seller's market that means uh you've got like so many people coming through your open homes the prices are going up like crazy um, and a seller's market is is a great market, obviously, to sell in and a hard market to buy in. Now, a buyer's market is a pretty rubbish, pretty crappy market. It's when, um, and days on market we spoke about today, yeah. um, but a buyer's market probably is on the market a long time. Buyers, are, you know, you hold on to them like absolute gold if, if they're making an offer because the next one's not going to come around for a very, very, very long time. 
Um, but at the moment, it's sort of right in the middle. It's it's a, not a seller's market, not a buyer's market. It's balanced beautifully. So that's what we call a balanced market. We were talking today about yeah days on the market and how in the peak it was 18 days and then the worst you've ever seen it was 100 and... Yeah, DY got to 130 days. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so we we just we run a metric. Uh, RP Data runs a metric as to when a property first comes onto the market um, and to when the property is actually sold. How many days that was, and um, at the moment we're sitting about eighteen to twenty four days in DY for mm-hmm. units. That got out to um, over one hundred and twenty proper uh, days for it. That's and that was an average number. That's insane. So it's, it shows you how different that market can be. So with a more balanced market, it means we'll have less people through open homes, which then means that number's going to slightly increase, which would just be part of the normal. Yeah, that's right. So um, it's it's nicer. It's a better market. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got to talk about? Um, what else are we? We've built in equity. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's important. This marketplace. Um, in this particular market, now that we've had the boom, the good thing, guys and girls, is you've built in equity, you've built in savings, you've built in a cushion into your property. Um, so relevant to what happens um, from here on, we, when you go off history, it doesn't really change much. You've 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 locked that in, which is great. That equity, um, which is good. All right. Um, so if you would you rather. Quick question. Yep. Would you rather be a buyer or a seller tomorrow? I reckon buyer. Hmm. I reckon buyer because um, it's a long, it's the long play, it's the long game. Yeah. And I reckon if you can be in a buyer position, um, you can plant seeds. Um, I think always planting seeds is better than reaping seeds, and it probably comes to an age thing as well. So. I don't at, at at you know the age of forty five. I want to be planting the seeds still. For sure, oh, I'd yeah. love to be a buyer too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. At twenty two, also would love to be a buyer. <laughs> yeah, in our eighties, maybe then. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you want to, you know, you want to be reaping the seeds and and uh, and selling stuff. But yeah, certainly not now. Yeah, for sure. More stock. Yes, more stock on the market with longer. Well, that would make sense why you'd want to be a buyer because you have more more choice. Yep. There's so much more stuff out there. So if you're buying a house or buying a unit, it's more relaxed. Um, there's more availability of stock. So they got to a, they, it did get to a stage through the Christmas period, which is normally skinny already, that we got down to a record 10-year low of 330 properties on the Northern Beaches. Now we're back up to 780 properties on the Northern Beaches. So there's just a lot more selection for people. Um, and what was interesting is pre-market um, was, I was happening about to a say, lot yeah. Yeah. It would make it frustrating as a buyer when you're not even seeing things have a sign bought up and they're already sold. Yeah. So in this market, it's a Fine lot mode. better, yeah, to even get the opportunity to walk through. And people weren't even getting the chance to see the property. No. Yeah. There, was, there was so much more FOMO. Just we've got some comments there. See if we've got any questions, guys. Um, buy more, says Luke. Um, uh, Bill says uh, there's a second wave to come. Uh, just look at supply and demand. I reckon you could be right, Bill. Um, talking about that second wave, Bill, I don't think we've truly factored in the, the sea change and the tree change on a on an international scale. Yeah, because now the borders are open. Every, yeah, for sure, for sure. So people have people um, have. 
I think, lived out that their inhibition, if they want a tree change, if they want to see change, they, uh, they've affected that change now over the last two years. Two years is still a short period, but I think a lot of people have thought, pulled the ripcord out and said, I'm going north, I'm going south, I'm out of here. But if you think about it, guys and girls, that is a domestic market. That's people going from DY to Coffs or DY to, to Newcastle or DY to Port. And that's people going from eastern suburbs to DY to Northern Beaches, from North Shore to Northern Beaches. You know, even in rentals, though, this is also happening in the last couple of months because a lot of the international students came in. Yeah. And so rental property was going really quick and a lot of people haven't been able to find because the stock's going so fast. Yeah. So that alone, let alone when people start buying from overseas and coming over, it'll be a second wave. It's an interesting market. Yeah. And I would have thought that that rental market um, is very reactive to the sea change, tree change internationally to happen fast. Mm -hmm. So it, you, you just confirmed that that's happened fast. But now that international thing, if I'm going to be booking Little Billy um, and I'm overseas, um, I'm probably going to start aiming for January mm -hmm. to move my migrate my family over. Airports are open. Paperwork is in place. And then they'll start bringing their IP and their money into um, into Australia. Yeah, for so sure, for sure. I think Bill's right on that one. Um, now, stable up or down for Sydney? What do you reckon? I reckon stable for a little bit. There's been too much crazy, and to balance out the crazy, there has to be some some balance, some stability. You know. Yeah. Yeah. From last year, it was a volatile market. You didn't know what was going to happen in the next week, in the next month. Yeah. It would make sense. Everything has a up and a down. Absolutely. Uh, it's all relative, says Bill. The market cycle is unlike any other previous cycles. It is, um, but it's very different. But if you do look back on the last 20 years, and I brought that up on my phone, I don't know if we're going to be able to put that on the camera, but these are the last cycles, guys. I urge everyone to remember this when it comes to sentiment. See if I can bring that up there. Oh, look at that. That did a good job. Yeah. See that? Boom, boom. Boom, 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 says Vel. So 1950, we did 111%. 1989, we did 29% and 22% there. So, uh, Bill, I still have to say a boom still looks like a boom and a bust still looks like a bust to me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Did they still they they go up? Then now, what's interesting is the corrections, guys. See the zero on the far left of the screen. I don't know if you can see that well, but that zero on the far left of the screen there—that's how much the property market corrects. So I don't. I'm not scared about the correction. When the market corrected downwards, it didn't go to negative much. When it went up 111 percent, it went negative 18 percent. When it went up uh, 29 percent, it went negative uh, seven percent. So there's, I think we've actually had that that um, correction in the market. And uh, yes, it's all it's all relative. Um, Vel says, uh, what about Narawena? No comment, Vel. <laughs> no comment. He's the best. I went to school with Vel. Rates. Rates. What do you reckon? They are still low. But again, I think it's more the perception of what's going to happen rather than the actual things that the government has done. The fear of what's next. Why do rates go up? Pardon? Not, not that we're economists, but 
why do rates go up? What do you reckon they go up? To stop people from borrowing. So I reckon. I reckon yeah. slow. It just slows the whole economy down. But I reckon it's done it. Yeah. I reckon it's done it. Everyone's worried at the moment, yeah. which has done its trick by itself. Yeah. And if you pull the handbrake up too hard, you might lose control of the, of the property vehicle. Yeah. So I think I think the government's going to be really. And don't forget, I think people are paying higher rates by fixed. Um, yeah, true. So they've op they've opted to pay for the security blanket of three years, five years, a higher rate, which is net net effect again is to slow that property market down. And I think it's done it. Um, in hard economic times, is the government going to slam the economy and put rates up? Uh, it's quite the opposite. Every time we've had hard economic times, look, I'm no economist, I'm only guessing, but every time we've had, um, going off history, hard economic times, it seems like the rates seem to go the other way. I was going to say, down. when they go up too high, it just puts everyone in a worse situation yeah. and it's not in the government's interest to put them Smash up. Smash it. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. And it's it's, it's interesting having your perspective because your generation, what are you, generation X? X? Z? Z? Uh, different two different generations. It's interesting to see the two different perspectives on that, but yeah. I, I reckon spot on with rates. Yeah. Um, smaller open house numbers, that's for sure, hey? Yeah, for sure, for sure, which goes hand in hand with more days on market, like we yep. talked about before. It's also down. So yeah. concluding, uh, we had a boom. Now what? From all the information we've spoken about, rates, what they're doing, we've spoken about the last three corrections, the last 100 years we've spoken about, the uh, property um, booms and bust we've spoke about, uh, the great run that properties had with people building in equity. We've spoke with open house numbers being lower. We've spoken about more stock, uh, a balanced market. All in all, when you body all that in, what do you reckon? Now what? At the end of the day, it's natural order. There must be an opposite to everything. What do you mean? Like it's gone up, got to go down got a balance we don't, and we don't like to admit that no but it's the end of the days yeah yeah but not that much down no just so, balancing just yeah. getting back to a happy a happy medium yeah and and i think i think i, I love that compare that comparison of the property bus you know it just keeps going it doesn't throw itself into a reverse or breakdown or stop forever it just keeps going so yeah. that property journey and that property bus believe it or not in 10 years, it's going to be double. Yep. In 20 years, it's going to be double, double. In 30 years, it's going to be double, double, and double. That's just what property does. Get used to it. That's life. As much as you cannot make sense of the last 100 years or 50 years or 30 the years. The last two years. <laughs> two years. Yeah. That's it, what it does. Yeah. Thank you, Legend. Thanks. Have a, uh, have a great night. Jess, thank you very much. And keep an eye out for this lovely young lady. Um, Jess... And welcome back officially. Thank you. Um, so I'm so happy to be back. Oh, <laughs> so Jess, uh, there's now three Pattersons working in the office. Um, Jess's mum, her sister, and and welcome back officially. And uh, Jess, um, do you want to tell us just a quick bio about yourself? Yeah. So I worked here. I started in accounts, then reception, then rentals. I left for a year and I worked for um, quick service company a major fast food company doing in their commercial property team and now i'm back as a sales agent what'd you come back for for you 
Hey. <laughs> but you came back for not. I, 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 I like the selling the hours. Yeah, it's I like really, that. With Mark and I were talking just before about how with any job you can pay for hours, you can pay someone however many, $50 an hour, $100 an hour, but as a real estate agent, you're not capped, you just keep working and you reap the, as much as you work, you reap the rewards. So I'm keen to get back and work hard. Keep an eye out for this genius. <laughs> keep an eye out for this genius. Thank you, Legend. Thank you. Take care. See Bye. Yes, look, I didn't turn it off. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, Hello, no. everyone. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.